Banger with myself, Nate the Bagatosh. Yes, this week I have some good news and some bad news. The good news is, gotta guess, Mr. Nico White, who's been on here before, like him a lot, he's a good man, very funny. The bad news, it's it's not the worst news in the world, but it's also not the best news in the world, so that's why I gotta say it's bad. The bad news is the last 10 minutes of this podcast, for some reason, got all messed up and I wasn't able to use it. And it was right when Nico was telling a decent story, pretty good story about uh, a woman pulling a knife on him. Now, I apologize that that story will not be here. I am sorry that something happened with the recording but that's it it was just the last it's just the last 10 minutes there's a whole podcast before that and i swear you'll like it and there's good parts and thank you so that's the bad news the good news like i said nico white's on who you can find at nicowhite.com n-e-k-o-w-h-i-t-e man's very funny check him out and with that because i did the podcast with him and the whole last thing got messed up i gotta do the shout-outs again, so I'm going to do those. Some of these I almost had to do from memory because I deleted them after I did them, but I'm pretty sure I got them. If for some reason you messaged me for a shout-out, I said yes, and you did not hear it this week, please message me and let me know because then I just messed up. So here we go. Get this one out of the way. This is one from last week that I messed up, so I wanted to redo it. Jill Mouthy. That's how that name is pronounced. Jill Mouthy, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We got Brian Macaron. Brian, I really appreciate you listening. Ryan Simpson, thank you so much for listening. We got Gerard Kelly. Gerard Kelly, thank you. Really, really appreciate it. I got LL Cool A. LL Cool A, who who said, make sure it's LL Cool A and not LL Coola. And I'm like, buddy... I know who LL Cool J is. I also now know who LL Cool A is. And thank you very much for listening. I got Thomas Spear from Lubbock, Texas. All the way in Texas, man. Thank you so much for listening, Thomas. Greatly appreciate it. I got Fanny. Fanny, who wants to see Assassin's Creed. That's going back a couple weeks when I did that podcast talking about Assassin's Creed video game movies. She's excited to see the movie. So I hope it's good. I'm not going to see it, but I do hope it's good. Fanny, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I got Jam. This is a shout-out that kind of makes me a little bit sad, but I got to do it. This is for the Red Sox on behalf of James Laberty, who wants me to shout-out the Red Sox for signing Chris Sale. Why I'm sad about that? Well, first of all, I like the Red Sox, okay? So, congrats. Man's great player. Good job. Why it makes me sad is because that's going to mess with the Jays all year long. And also, it makes me remember that I don't know where the hell Edwin Encarnacion is going. Nobody does. The man hasn't signed anything yet. Every day I wake up and I Google this, and I'm like, where is this man going? Either way, on behalf of the Red Sox, or on behalf of James Laberty, shout out to the Boston Red Sox. And last but not least... Happy birthday to Lily Lee Pollock, whose birthday is December 16th. So this Friday, Lily Lee, I hope your birthday is amazing. And thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Greatly appreciate it. Anybody who wants a shout out, please message me, Twitter and Instagram, uh, at Nathan McIntosh, NathanMcIntosh.com to check out shows and stuff. You can also donate money to save this podcast. Oh, daddy! Uh, go to NathanMcIntosh.com, click on the Positive Anger tag, and underneath there is a donation space. Please rate and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and comments. That would greatly help me out a lot. Email me again if you want to shout out. And um, 
Again, so before I get into this episode, Nico White's story got cut off. And because of that, I mean, I was probably going to do it anyway, but here we are. Before I get into the episode with my friend Nico White, I have a jazz rant. The jazz is telling me no. But my anger, my anger is telling me yes. Baby, I don't want to hurt but there is something I gotta get off my chest I don't see nothing wrong With a little jazz rant With a little jazz rant Oh man, the jazz rant this week everybody is about Ugh, and I don't want to talk about either of these things. I, 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 either of these people. I'd almost rather that we just didn't at this point in time yelling a couple weeks ago about how Kanye, you know, we're all the same. We're all, we're all floating on a light stage high above everybody else, but we're all the same. And also, I'm going to leave and I have all your money. Met with T. Diddy and the family inside Trump Tower, a.k.a. the White Tower, because that's where this man is going to be apparently living when he does become... The Presidente. Look, I shouldn't care about this. Nobody really should care about this because whatever, but it's insane to think that a man who just went to the hospital for being the same as everybody else while he was floating on a light stage high above everybody while also cashing their money into the bank is now the first thing he does when he gets out of the hospital is he goes and sees the man who's going to run the free world. And the man who runs the free world isn't like, I don't have time to do that. I'm trying to do other things like figure out how to run the free world. He says, yes, I will meet up with this man. No, I don't have the time to go to these daily meetings about the world. No, I don't have time to go to security briefings because all you're doing is saying the same thing over and over again. They're like, Syria this, ISIS that. I don't have time for it. But I do have time for a man who says the same things over again, over and over again. I'm a genius. I'm Walt Disney. I'm Steve Jobs. We're all the same, even though I'm flighting, floating on a light stage 20 feet above your head and you paid me to do it. He has time to listen to that. There should never be a time when you're about to be present where you have any time to listen to rappers. Rappers are extracurricular activity. After you go to a briefing, maybe. Once you go to a briefing, then you can sit down with Kanye and listen to him talk about whatever he wants to do. I'm gonna make my shoes $900. Can you help me, Donald? Whatever he wants to talk about. And then he tweeted, oh, we're talking about the, the, the violence in Chicago. You don't think that the, the T. Diddy knows about the violence in Chicago. The man has a white tower there. That's one of the many towers he might live in when he's running the whole universe. He knows about it. He knows. The idea that this man has a no rappers. There should be a no rapper clause until we start to figure some things out. No Gucci Mane, no Lil Yachty, no Kanye, no nobody. And somebody said to me, oh, well, can't rappers let him know what's going on? Because back in my day, rappers, nobody today is really saying nothing. It ain't definitely Kanye. If you want to get, if you want to get, maybe, I don't know, Kendrick goes there. I, I don't know. I don't know. And even that, I'd still be like, what are we talking about? This doesn't make any sense. Kanye, who, who on his last time, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have sex with fucking Taylor Swift because I made her famous. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. And I almost think there's a thing of like, 
They do this. T did in the family does this. He meets up with Mr. I'm the same as everybody, even though I'm floating on a light stage 20 feet above your head, and you paid me to do it, and you're wearing $600 shoes that I made. We're all the same, though. I almost think that T. Diddy and the family meets up with this man so that nobody talks about any of the other things that T. Diddy is doing. You know what I mean? Then they can just talk about this, which is what I'm doing, which is infuriating. And I don't even want to do it because there's other things to be discussed. But here we are. I got sucked in. There's jazz music. I'm yelling over it. But I almost think that that's what T. Diddy's doing. Let me meet up with this man who was just hospitalized so that they don't see blah, blah. I got I got uh, Rick Perry. <laughs> Running the Department of Energy when a couple years ago he didn't even, couldn't even remember what the hell he was talking about. I got the, the Exxon Mobil guy now running the whole thing and he's got ties to Russia and all this is fucking nuts. And we're gonna we're basically gonna sell America to Russia, but who cares? Because I got Kanye West who's the same as everybody, even though he's flying, floating on a light stage just 20 feet above your head, and you paid him to do it. Maybe that's what he went in to do. Hey, can I be the secretary of being 20 feet above your head, floating on a light stage, but we're all the same? Somebody else was like, "Oh, maybe Trump's trying to 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 reingratiate himself with 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 African Americans." Are you kidding me? Is anybody like? Just look. I don't know everything. I don't know everything. I don't think that Kanye West is the spokesperson for black people. I don't think everything he says is is what every single black person believes. So even if the T. Diddy and the family was meeting up with Mr. I'm the same as you, even though I'm floating high above your head on a lit stage, thought he was meeting up with this man to ingratiate himself with black America, for God's sake, that's ridiculous. This man doesn't speak for everybody in the country. Do you know what I mean? It's insane. That's not the reason, even though people are trying to figure out what it is. Anyways, I think it's crazy. Crazy. No time for meetings, but yes, I will talk to a rapper. And I like Kanye to a degree. But for God's sake, go to a meeting, go to a meeting, and then, sir, 15 minutes with Mr. We're All the Same, even though I'm floating above your head on a lit stage and you're wearing shoes that cost you $600 to buy. Then you meet up with him. Intel meetings first. All right, so now we're gonna get into the episode here. Uh, like I said, my friend Nico White, thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoy it. Yes. We're just going to start in this. Did you send your email, by the way? We put these away. We put phones away. Listen, listen, man. I'm Look, tired of every up, time. Locked up. I, I, have we started? I th Yeah. I mean, we're All here. Right. We're oh, in Hold it. on. Wait, go time, ahead. You time. go ahead. You know what? Again, I just want to reiterate to the people that listen to the... But this is positive anger, correct? <laughs> That's what it's called? Is it positive anger? Still is. Has been every time you've been on, Nico White. So the good people that listen to the Positive Anger podcast, I just want you to know how much of a pleasure it is to be here with the Jesus Christ of podcasts, <laughs> the one and only Nathan McIntosh. Nathan, it is my pleasure to be in such a wonderful studio. Hey, thanks, man. On such a wonderful podcast. Hanger Studios inside the Pro Media Building. With such a piece of shit person. Every time I come here, you always start it off weird with me. I've listened to other guests. When you have other comics on, they don't get this shit. Oh, can we put the files? away and can we do this can we do treat you with good, some respect that was a good cat williams impression you did right there I not me i can't do your voice uh, well you, you you got cats down though that was a good cat that was a very good cat 
like I said, it's a pleasure to be with you. I'm just saying, I'm just, no, I was asking you, I wasn't even trying to, I wasn't even going to start at that point. I was just saying, you were sending an email. We can restart. I was like, no, 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 we're in it now. Oh, okay. this is it now. Okay. Uh, I was just saying, you were, you had to send an email. So I was like, yo, did. have you sent the email? I'm still typing it, but we could talk, man. You family. See, this is what I was trying to, so you cut me off asking you a polite question to come at me let's, on, on this podcast. Let, let's, let's be honest. What you were saying at your volume was anything but polite. Speaking of, you still on your computer trying to send this emails, com- trying to no, make no, it. No, I ain't sending it. Hilarious. <laughs> email, email to the biz. Can I, how do I make it? Please. Positive anger. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I got this up for uh, news-related things. and uh, Gotcha. But before we continue any further, can I get a proper intro, please? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I have a guest this week on Positive Anger. You know this podcast. You love it. He is a very funny man from Harlem, Mr. Nico White. There you go. Now I feel welcome. It's great to be on the Positive Anger podcast for the third time. I don't know if I'm the most guested, but I hope I'm in the top five of the most guested. You're definitely in the top five of the most guested. Good. The, that the, means he don't fuck with the rest of y'all like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've had, uh, who have I had on a who lot? Who gives a fuck? We ain't worried yeah, about right. that. Are we, is this email still going? What Don't are we worry. doing with this email? How long is this email? How long are Nico White emails? Look, man, I gotta do. I gotta. Hello, do some I am you. You know me. I am Nico White, <laughs> Mister Nico White. I'm from the mean streets of Harlem. You know what? I like Frazier. I've been on Positive <laughs> Anger three times. That's my only. For credential. your consideration, may I please ask that you read this email with your with your nicest? Uh, 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 go ahead. Figure, I can't even figure, figure out that. No, nah, I, I can't. It's hard to freestyle an email. You uh-huh. know what I mean? That if, wasn't a bad impression, though. The for, voice is all fucked up, but... What's the subject line? Um, The subject line is... I mean, just regularly, of all emails. Oh, of all emails? Hello, managers! <laughs> How are you this fine Thursday? Hey there. That's usually, that's usually the most... Hey there! Thing. I hope this Wednesday is treating you well. It's about noon where I am, <laughs> probably where you are, too, because we're both in the same city. It is I, Nico White. I had three shows last night. Two of them went very well. The third one, eh? But I didn't tell you that, time, did I? Time out. Little time bit out. of the I, inside baseball. Have... I'm just wondering if there's any money floating around the building that I, I could come down and earn. <laughs> uh, I'm ne- it's Nico White again up here in Harlem, <laughs> the mean streets of Harlem. I'm for, watching Frazier. Niles. For the record, I just want everybody to know if I do three shows, all three of them went well. Now, if Nathan does three shows. One of them went well. And the other two... You know that ain't true. Oh, buddy. Can I tell you what happens, though? If I have three shows a night and two of them don't go well, it's my fault every time. I'll throw sets, something happens, and I'm just like, you know what? I don't fucking care anymore. I'm Mm -hmm. that... I'm that. We did the taping for the half hours, right? And I told you... Uh, either after or before that I had to make the conscious effort not right. to throw that set. Of course, of course. Literally had to make the conscious effort when something didn't get what it usually gets to not go, you fuck this whole thing. Now, you know, let's let's set this up for the people that are listening to this. So Nathan McIntosh and I, we recorded half-hour submissions for Comedy Central over at the New York Comedy Club, right? Yes. And Nathan, although he might sound very, very confident through the volume of his voice, <laughs> is actually the most nervous gentleman that I've ever it's worked with. It's not nervous. No, no, it's no. It's not but, nervous. But, but let, let me finish. Let go me ahead, finish because this is going to be a compliment. He's nervous in a way that I really appreciate because it's similar to my nervousness. So before the show, nervous wreck. Could barely talk to him. One of them, he was worried about where the fuck I was, even though he had to go on literally 45 minutes after me. 
So he's worried about where I am. Leading up to the show, he's wa- walking around pacing and shit. So I'm like, Mac, you have nothing to worry about. No, buddy, 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 listen, listen, just go on, have a good time, blah, 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 blah. He goes on stage, kills it, comes off, huh, fuck, I fucked up some things, I fucked up some things. I'm like, Mac, I just listened to a whole audience laugh at you for 34 minutes. No, 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 the way I said um, the M was too long. Like, That's true. What? Well, you okay, first of all, the, the pacing around and shit, I did that, I was doing that that night because before I got there, right. I decided I'm going to switch around the order or something. So mm-hmm. I was just trying to put it into my head. Guess who didn't know that? The audience oh, watching I know that. you. I know that, but I, but I wanted to make sure that I had the order that I wanted to do it in my head so that I didn't go on stage mm-hmm. and do the old old order right. that I had been running for like a month. Right. Um and then also when I'm on I most of this this stuff is I I've you do it so many times that like yes it's it does well mm-hmm. but then so I'm just judging the things that don't do well. Right. And I'm looking at like give ah. yourself a second to collect your words. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah, I can. I can so then when you. I came off, literally, that's the first thing I thought. I was like, ah, I fucked this up. I fucked mm-hmm. this up. So then when our manager came out and he was mm-hmm. like, yo, man, it was great. I go, really? I go, because I could do it again. I yeah. go, I fucked this up. I fucked. And he was like, he goes, dude, I don't even know what you're talking about. Nobody cares. It's done. That's because you're insane. You came off the stage and threw your whole water on the floor next to my shoes. For what reason I don't understand? Because I'm with because you know how it's almost like if you play a game with your brother and you both do well, and he's coming off and you're going for the hug, and then he just takes his bottle of water and throws it at your sneakers. This is what happens every time I do a set that I don't like. I dump water on the floor. That's a fact. I do that every single time. So I just I didn't like that that night. I just didn't. There was parts of it that I fucked up, and then I love I walked off and I threw water on the goddamn floor for the sets that were good. You know what I mean? Let's release this episode after they pick the people for the house. <laughs> you sit here talking about how much you ain't like. Hey, to the people. But that's who... just me. I I even do that. I do that with this. Sometimes mm-hmm. I, I do a podcast. I'm like, ah, fuck. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wish this would have been better. And then people are like, hey, man, I loved it. It got mm-hmm. me to work. It fucking did whatever. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. real hard on me, Nico. That's a f- nobody. I don't think anybody doesn't know that. You know, it's sad. Nathan's probably top five, one of the funniest, especially white guys in the city. But he has, he doesn't believe it himself. To the people who listen to this podcast, can you please send him like a letter, maybe a gift basket? Some cookies that is grapes, grapes, something. Send him some so he can feel better about himself. Do you know that? First of all, in that, let me say that I sent out all of the the Christmas cards for uh, fans. They're out. Is when you get them, please let me know that you got them. Mm-hmm. Um, and to say that, look, man. You know, it's something I'm working on, okay? Right. When you grow up, look, when, I know you grew up in the streets of Harlem, right? Oh, God. When you Wait, why well, I had to grow up in the streets? You told me that. Yo, that was a thing you yelled at me when I was on my way out of the room. <laughs> the streets this, of Harlem. That's what you said to me. Just you go, I am literally from the streets of Harlem. That's a thing you said to I me. I mean, that's fine, but you don't have to dress it up like that. Like, I was born, like, under the fucking scaffolding. I was born <laughs> in the gutter <laughs> on 20, 125th and legs. I'm not even going to hate on that. I'm not going to hate on that. That was poetry. I'd, um, no, I'd but, laugh at it if you weren't talking about me. Okay, so so. Uh, anyways, you, you and I only bring that up because you said it on my way out the door. So, yeah, no, but I, right. I, come, I, I don't come from that, but I come from like whatever. And Nova I, Scotia. Yeah, but it's you know it, it was rough, man. Yo, people want to say it ain't rough. It's rough, man. And anyways, my life was what 
I just never had. I just never had. That right. is a thing that I got to work on 100%. I am my own worst enemy 1,000%. Yep. And I tear down every single thing that I do, whether it's good or not. Right, right, that, right. That's just, a, and I don't want to do that. And I, I literally am trying to figure that out. Did you not have a dad and like an older sibling? Or were you the older sibling? I was sibling? the older sibling. Ah, so that, it makes sense then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you come out of the most scrutiny growing up. Absolutely. I mean? And I'm the one that got to tell, you know, my brother that uh, this, yep. that, or the other thing. You know you what gotta, I mean? You, you were the kid that had to go, yeah, man, Santa Claus isn't real. You know what I'm saying? You knew too much too young. I still, oh, I knew way too much too young. Man. Yeah. I was paying bills way too young. Oh, I know the Hear, Hearing certain things way too young that you're just like. I'm with I'm, you. Yeah, exactly. I remember going to school and people were talking about uh, bullshit. And I'm like, yeah. I should be doing that. Yeah. But I'm over here, you know, trying to figure out fucking where we're going to live. Bro, like, oh, whatever I, the fuck. I was a freshman. I was a freshman in high school and I knew what it was like to have to pay bills. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's why I hate it when I started on the, um. When I, start, when I started stand-up and I started coming around the scene and people were going... I hate when people would try to guess my life knowing nothing about it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They were like, oh, you 15, fucking... You don't know nothing about bills. She's like, nah, nigga, I pay three of the bills. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. know what you talk about. Living with my mom? Nah, bro. I handle that. Somebody told me, I think, when I was uh, I was in a car one time, long car ride with a couple comedians when I was like 23, mm-hmm. and some and the guy in the front... Was really fucking chirping me because I just done uh, I just done this thing in Canada on TV and he was like he was mm-hmm. real mad about it. Right. Damn it! I meant to turn that off. He um. <laughs> but he goes uh, he goes you don't know nothing. He goes I don't even know what you're talking about when you go up there. He's like he goes you're 23. So what are you talking about jerking off? And I was like I know a little bit more than jerking off. Right. You know what I mean? I had people get mad at me because I wasn't talking about jerking off. Yeah. Mother, people people are weird. They, it's like if you have any type of confidence that's above what they think you should have, mm-hmm. they get upset. Like, I had somebody come up to me and was like, yeah, man, you know, just the subject matter things you talk about for a 14-year-old, I don't think anybody would want to hear. I'm like, why? Because I'm talking about politics? That's what we talk about at the house. I don't talk about jerking off because that's not none of your goddamn business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's most of what I do, and I don't need you in most of my business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I guess I walk around probably with a little bit of air of like confidence because I do mm-hmm. have it sometimes, but then again, when it's me and I got to look at my own stuff, right. I'm real fucking critical about it. Yes. And I don't want to just send out things that are fine. Right, You right. ever work with somebody... And you, you, you say, like, you write a treatment for something, yep. and they're like, oh, it's good enough. When I hear shit like good mm-hmm. enough, mm-hmm. I cannot try. I can't. If I feel that it's good enough, right. I don't want it to go out. Of course. I don't want somebody to hear it. I don't want to fucking send it for approval of something. Mm-hmm. So that's why when I came off and, and manager was like, yo, it's good. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, and then he watched it again. He was like, yo, it's great. I still haven't watched it. I'm going to watch it this week because I want to put up a clip of it for... Uh, before the new year, I'm with you. Now, yeah. are people allowed to be fans of yours yet? Have you allowed? That I'm to sending fucking Christmas cards to fans. Okay. People message me. I talk back. Yeah, I look. It's not like I don't want fans. You're talking about comedians, right? No, 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 no. I'm talking about a specific story. So, is if you can't tell already, I'm a big fan of Nathan's. Right? We going We this episode is gonna be me trying to lift Nathan up. So <laughs> we're gonna move on a little bit, but we'll see what happens. Oh, I'll be shitting on you soon, but. <laughs> Now, we were, at a, we were at the comic strip live, right? And whatever the case may be, Nathan's on next. And I say, hey, bro, I'm going to go and watch your set. Now, I'm a fan. I don't watch comedians. But I'm watching Nate because I'm a fan. And I tell him, hey, let me know you're going on. I'm going to watch you. He looks at me <laughs> with, like, if looks could kill, I'd be dead. <laughs> yeah. Murdered. Yeah. He looked at me and was like, what? Listen, okay. I don't need you in there judging me. It's like, 
That's what I thought you were gonna do. And the reason is because there was six people in there. You get to scream 20 minutes into an empty room with six people. And I thought you were coming in to be like, oh, I'm gonna watch this. And I was like, you get the fuck out of here, man. Th that's literally what he said to me. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here, man. And my name starts with an N, and he called me that other word. And I didn't appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? And that just Imagine that's a rumor that starts going around the scene. That Nathan drops nigga. the N-word all the time. <laughs> Nobody would believe that. No, because yeah. I don't. Yeah, no, you definitely don't. And I would have beat the shit out of you. But, but. It was one of those days. That's why I noticed. I was like, yeah, Mac really has a fucking problem. Well, I, you know what I mean, though. I thought that mm -hmm. it was you being like, oh, I'm going to watch you struggle in front of these six people. No, I, if I wanted to watch you struggle, I'd watch you <laughs> everywhere else. You know what I'm saying? You can't say that after you said the other thing. It was too too soon. But You would have had to wait 20 minutes and then drop no, no, that no. line. But see, now look at that, right? What? Now you see how you were able to figure that out? But when I come up to you, like, yeah, man, I'm going to watch it. Don't, don't, don't judge me. I'm, I'm not to be judged. I feel like you're judging me. That's, no! uh, I will say your impression has gotten better in the last 15 minutes. Oh, you, started at, you started at Cat Williams. Mm -hmm. You started at, uh, do your Cat Williams again? I, I don't have a cat. I can't do impressions, bro. If you I, did it good. If, I'm dead serious. Your, mm -hmm. your first impression of me uh -huh. was Cat, and it was right. great. Thank you. I appreciate it. So if you work on that, I'm telling you right now, you're not going to have to send these emails anymore. <laughs> to whom it may concern, I am Nico White, comedian from Harlem. Why why, why do I sound like an 18th century knight in North your North of 110th Avenue. <laughs> or street, Avenue, street, not Avenue. God damn it. Don't worry about um, it, buddy. They don't know. Yeah, they don't know. Well, no, people know. People travel to New York. Yeah, can true I, indeed. Can we go here real quick? What? I love New York at mm -hmm. Christmas time. This place is great. I uh, love the decoration. The only thing I'm not a big fan of, uh, how many people there are. A lot of tourists just yeah. mumbling around, can't open doors for some reason. They're dragging bags down the street. Of course. But other than that, the decorations that are on 6th and 5th, there's yeah. big, there's big uh, Christmas lights, like legitimately big Christmas lights. Right. Like a, like, um, like a statue thing. Mm -hmm. Right beside the, the little balls, the decoration for the tree. Yeah. Right beside the little reindeer. Then you go down fifth, it's a gong. I, it's great. I like I like all of those things. I like I like the spirit of the city. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The city gets real festive. I don't like what's going on like right now because in the fifties between Radio City and Trump Tower, it's a fucking cesspool. Well, Trump you know Tower is legitimately uh, where the man is. Well, it's it's so it's people the are, White House now. Exactly. So you know people I mean? are at the white the White Tower. Yeah. There people are screaming. <laughs> you don't know how right you are. They are, people are screaming at the. So I was walking down Fifth Avenue. I think I was talking about this last week, real quick. But mm -hmm. walking down Fifth Avenue, you're buying stuff, and then you come out of a store, and there's protesters screaming at White Tower, yeah. being like, "Not my president!" But it's insane. Yeah. That, that stretch is nuts right now. I I, I I hate it so much because it's added such a um. It's added. It's added such an urgency. Now I know to say that as a New Yorker is almost crazy. Yeah. But it's added even more urgency in comparison to the urgency that was already there. Well, once you kind of live here for a little while, uh, it's not as busy as people, people make, make it, it out, out to be. be. Yep. Because first of all, the city's big, obviously, but it's not like you got to walk through the thing every day. Right. De, de Blasio's not like, did you do it? He de looks at your Fitbit. De Blasio isn't saying anything. Do you know what I mean? Though any importance. He, he, he like people are in a lineup and he's checking everybody's Fitbit and he's yep. like, oh. 42 miles. You 42 did it. 42 miles. Congratulations. You don't get a ticket guy, today. Guy pulls up. 38. You didn't go to Flushing. You didn't go to Flushing. Get out there. Now go out there and, and stop here and meet my black son with the afro. Do you have a black <laughs> son? 
Yeah, he got a black son. I don't know he, anything about de Blasio. Well, yeah, de Blasio has a black son. He has a black wife, and he paraded oh. he paraded them around so much to like win the black vote in this city. His son. Oh, had, is that true? Yo, Jackson Five Afro. You understand me? All that shit Beyonce saying about information was a, everything. ABC, <laughs> easiest vote me in. You easiest could, New York mayor. You that have is no. Me. Idea I just saw right a picture of his wife, are. Charlene, mm-hmm. since 1994. I like when people are married for a long time. Yeah, man, Not going to lie, I really like it. That's because you came from a single-parent household. I was born <laughs> in the gutter <laughs> in Nova Scotia. <laughs> I went, when I was on Red Eye last night, yeah. they always make fun of me from being from Canada. Yeah. So their intro literally for me was, Nathan McIntosh, raised by a moose. And they moved on. And I, later I go, you guys didn't even say I'm a comedian? Like, what the fuck's going on in here? You know what's crazy is that they could never get away with saying something like that to me. You know what I'm saying? No. That, that would be a blog the next well, day. Well, see, this is the whole big thing about, uh, uh, you know, like, people get into white male privilege and all that kind of stuff. Like, I don't, look, I know that I'm a white person, but white people don't know. I was made fun of just for having red hair. White people of never course. let me in, right? Mm-hmm. So... So with and that, you're also not American, so that also yeah. gives you another layer. But Canada of, still does it. Oh, I get. Oh, that part of it, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But in Canada, there's still the whole thing of like white men are mm-hmm. ruining the world and blah, 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 blah. and and to a degree, mm-hmm. true. But what we got, what we mm-hmm. leave out of that is rich. Right, right, right. People always leave out the rich. You no, know, see, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. And you know, as a I'm going to talk as a, just me being a regular person, and I'm going to talk about me being a black person. As a regular person, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? You are not a part of the particular problem. You know what I'm saying? However, when you look at whatever white male privilege present, what it is, and I feel like people don't understand what white male privilege really is. It's just this, the, the advantages that you're given by the system. You know what I mean? That's all. Now, you might not get to see a lot of those advantages because you're a white, red-headed Canadian. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I was also mm-hmm. born in the gutter. <laughs> Wait, go ahead. <laughs> you don't get you don't get to see those privileges for yourself. You know what I mean? However, if hmm, if you were going against corn fed, I don't know, I don't know what his name would be, but like Dimitri from Arkansas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dimitri. You put a corn fed Greek man in Arkansas? Hey man, it gotta be like that sometimes. Uh, go ahead. I'm gonna yeah, go ahead. If you and him are competing for the same thing and y'all had and y'all had equal um y'all had equal standings, born which, in the same gutter, born not not born in the same gutter. You got to stay in Canada. He got to stay in okay. wherever he's from. There's gutters in Canada, but yeah. But if y'all were going for the same thing here, uh huh, more than likely he get it before you did, unless okay. you were exceptional. And why? Yes. Why do you say this? Because it's just it's what it's what it is. I remember when I was on Vice, right? So I host a show on Vice called How to Be a Person Cheap Plug. But we you're did, allowed to make those here. Oh, word. So we did this thing on the gender wage gap, right? Yeah. And I learned a lot about that, but one thing I learned that was disconcerting was um, 30% more white men are hired by employees when their resumes are put up against black other minorities when they have the same credentials. Okay. When they have the same, when they live in the same region. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And have the same education. That shocked me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, I didn't, you know, you hear certain things. But you're sure. Like, nah, that's bullshit. But then yeah, I wouldn't see, have thought that either, really. Then when you see the graphs, it's like, oh, that sucks. Is that, and I wonder, is that solely a race thing? Or I mean, is you know what I mean? People come who's, in. Who's to say? Because, is, it a, is it an interview thing? Like, what happens? Is it because somebody well, went to the school that this person went to? You know what I mean? Who, uh, I don't know. Well, I, I would say, because on the survey we on the survey we looked at, they looked at about a million hirees. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So if out of a million, 
that's still the statistic. I'm not saying everybody's going in racist. I'm just yeah. saying that just happened to be what the numbers are. Mm-hmm. But that's scary. You know what I mean? Because if we live in, the, if me and you live in the same place, we had the same level of experience, and we have um, the same education. It doesn't make sense that you're getting hired 30 times more than I am. I'd say the only reason it probably happens to a degree is because a lot of these people, you know, hung out with white people. And, you, you, and you're well, going to hire people that you that you. But that you see, know. That's, a, that's a part of it that we don't talk about. You know well, what see, I'm saying? And, and for me, mm-hmm. as a man who was made fun of by white people growing up, right. never by black people. Never right. by black people. Really? I'm hiring a black guy every time. Right, right. Get in here, buddy. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Did they call? What were you ever given the nickname White Chris Tucker? What? what? No, can I jump in on this? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. It was the Freakonomics podcast, and the Freakonomics book did a whole thing on this. So this is Chad, uh, the, the sound engineer, Chad, uh, the, the owner of Hangar Studios. Yeah, I'm, I'm so uh, intrigued by this conversation, Nico. Hell yeah. Uh, and just as this conversation goes, my real name is Chaim, but I go by Chad because I don't mm-hmm. want that Jewish-Israeli name to kind of set me back. So mm-hmm. what Freakonomics did is they looked at people... And they even took the same exact resume right. and just put the name like Jerome right. versus Dave. Jerome. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a, you know. No, I, I got you. Well, you understand Waldo, what I'm saying? Waldo, Geraldo, Faldo? Daquan. Daquan. Yeah. <laughs> you, see, you can say that. I can't. So my point is this. Um, yeah, time and time again, the more Caucasian-sounding name. Yeah. Is, and it's even worse with females. Absolutely. Yeah. You're right. It, the- Why wouldn't you? I, uh, again, mm-hmm. this is just me. Go for it. I'd I'd hire the 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 black woman every time. Me too. But you know what I mean. But white uh, women. Can we go? Yo, I don't want to go here. It's Christmas, and I apologize. I a, think I've said man. this before. Listen, the snow is white. They'll be fine. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I and I might be wrong. You probably. I are. really believe that on a, on a whole, not everybody, not individually, mm-hmm. but when we're talking evil. Yeah. I really believe that white women have the ability to be more evil than any other woman on the planet. That's my own belief. That's my own thing that I hold in my chest. I really believe that these people are evil. Not all. I'm not going individually. I'm talking when evil comes to evil. When push comes to evil, when we're talking evil, evil. That's it. All right, so I'm going to jump in right there. Um, I don't agree with anything that Nate McIntosh is saying. <laughs> <laughs> now, you can watch me on Vice. Now, nah, listen, though. And on some on some real shit, like when you when you say that, right? If we had to go, who's the who's the most evil? I I won't I won't go as far to say it's evil, but I'll I'll scale it back a little bit. Like let's talk misogyny, right? So that's something that comes up a lot, especially these days in yeah. the social justice um social justice warrior age. You get a lot of people that bring up misogyny. And my grandma told me this. Now to the people that are comment on this, please don't be rude to my grandma, be rude to me. But she was like, um, it was on the news one day, just about a year before she passed away, and it was about toxic um, masculinity and misogyny. Okay. My grandma looked at me and said, the most misogynist person to ever walk this earth was a white mother-in-law from the South. Because my grandma lived to be 88, so she remembers the time when around women, when women started wearing pants, right? Okay. And that, and that was huge. You know what I mean? She said... After that, now it's not like women were treated the best, you know what I mean? But right after that is when things started to get really violent because it was so different and was so rebellious to the way they were so quote unquote supposed to be mm-hmm. that if you went to a guy's house, right, and you were a woman and you were wearing pants, his mother would look at him and be like, Don't no decent woman wear no pants. Okay. A decent woman wears some dresses. You're gonna have to discipline her. You know what I'm saying? And now that discipline then became 
it could it could go as extreme as being violent. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It could be as small as being verbal. You know what I mean? And because, I guess my grandma's right because they outnumber fucking black women and everybody else. You know what I mean? But when she told me that, I was like, that, I've never thought of that because we learn how to treat women most of the time from how we see our how our mothers treat us, how we see our mothers get treated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you got your mom telling you how a quote-unquote decent woman is supposed to act and your girlfriend is acting in a way that your mom's saying is inappropriate, you know what I'm saying, that you got to discipline this person, God knows what that could look like. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So when she when she told me that that was something I've always thought about since then, every time that conversation comes up. But white women being the most evil, ah. Uh, it's been too many black civilizations in the United States that have been destroyed on accusations of violence against white women. So yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm gonna say they the most evil, but I will say there's places like Black Wall Street that would definitely agree. Black Wall Street. You My, know that story, right? No. Oh, actually, I started watching the documentary about that. There's a documentary about that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we just keep going higher and higher. Yeah. <laughs> just speaking on that in terms of like mom stuff. My mom told me one time I. Uh, my, I had my first girlfriend when I was 13, mm-hmm. Just, whatever. But my mom this told me- This was in 1946. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in the gutter. Um, no, my mom, and my mom said to me one time, she goes, uh, she goes, that girl's going to be pregnant by the time she's 18. Right. She goes, mark my words. Right. I, sw- I swear. And I go, I go, no, she's not. How do you know? And she goes, she goes, look, I was a kid. I know that kid. Mm-hmm. I, yes. Mm-hmm. Me and that girl broke up. Right. Years later- Literally, I'm in school, and mm-hmm. a friend of hers comes up to me. She goes, oh, did you hear uh, so-and-so? so pregnant. And I went, wow. And I went to my mom. I go, mom. And she went, told you. She didn't even, not even that, not even in that tone. Mm-hmm. I go, mom, what's her name's pregnant? And she goes, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That literally, she goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she was even. Now run to the store and get me some cigarettes. <laughs> 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 so I can put them out on your brother. I was born. I mean, come on. That's a little far. That's, oh, that's a little far. That's a little that's far. That's a little far. I got to be born. My mom in... wasn't putting me in, put cigarettes out of my brother. I had to be born in the fucking sewer, but that's you too far. You said that. Um, no, my, my mom was putting fucking cigarettes out of my goddamn brother. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Go to the store and get me cigarettes so, my, so I can put them out on your brother. I was born in the gutter <laughs> um, with cigarettes burns. on my brother. Why do we have to have cigarettes? I'm not an ashtray. <laughs> this hurts. It's been a long cigarette, long cigarette burning my skin. Um, uh, what were we talking about before that came up? So I just sort of yelled in, in for for uh, you talking about white privilege, how you've never really been able to really get anything from. It. Oh, oh, oh no! They, this this we we went on a whole thing there. So so they that's how they brought me on Fox. He was raised by a moose. You were saying that they wouldn't be able to say that. They to can you. never say that. No, about they can't. They yeah, can. guys, come. Uh, this this guy right here, he was raised by a fried chicken leg. Fried Nico chicken leg, White. or who's a who's a like prominent uh, um uh, who's a prominent member of Har- who's that guy from Harlem? Marcus Garvey, the guy that ratted on people. Oh, uh, Alpo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They couldn't say that. They definitely well, nobody Cameron? would know who that was. No, they wouldn't. But some people. But he they was raised by Dipset. <laughs> Dipset, Dipset. <laughs> Joel Santana's raised godfather. Him. Joel Santana's back. Do you know this? Joel Santana's back. Nobody cares. He's got four sons. Excuse me? Nobody cares? How about a man who was in high school in 2003? I care. I care. I love Dipset. I don't care. I care. Hey, man, that's fine. You could, you, somebody has to care about Joel's. You know what I mean? And I, and I say that, Joel. 
Joel, I care about you else. Joels, if you ever hear this, just know that Nico White, I am a big fan. I just want you to get back to the hits, bro. That's he all. He put out four songs. That's what I'm saying. He did? Check him out. I, I got you. Send them to me. Uh, No. Anyways, so well, if they you. if they said that on uh, yeah if they said that on Fox, but, but again that's the whole part of being uh, the, the 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 and I guess it's still like a, a southern thing too like you can make fun of southerners right and you can make fun of white mm-hmm. men which right. I'm fine with I don't care because because hey, just in the gen- in general like I said white people never let me in man this is one this one white man I wonder what you want I wonder what you <laughs> hey that's funny uh oh <laughs> give me a second uh-huh. white women come on uh huh. <laughs> Been there, you know what I mean? Been there. I haven't been with many white women. <laughs> you been with plenty of white women? Uh, I mean, plenty. You know, it was, uh, let's, get, let's not get down to numbers here, but I mean, okay. uh, yeah, I've been, I've been with white, yeah, I've been with white women. Couple. Of course I've been with white women. Been with black you. women, too. Yeah? How many? Can you count them on one hand? Yeah. Bo. Two. Bo. Two. But they're African. What a boy. Bam, oh, bam, so, bam. That, so it's really bam, four? Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've been with no, one yeah, white. No, two. I've been with one white woman. Two that I've dated, and then I never uh, dated a white woman. Yeah, see, well, why are you coming to me then? For fuck's sake, I got I, I got to date forty-five black women. You only got to date one white woman. What are we talking about here? I didn't what are we talking it. about here? First of all, if you guys can see it, it's happening again. Where I just said one thing to Macintosh, and he's turning into a whole big, you know. How was? Uh, did you like dating a white woman or no? We ain't date. We fuck. Yeah. Well, that's not. I mean, come. If I could do a sad reggae horn, so you got so you didn't even date. I'm talking dating, not just having sex. No, I'm talking I, like, I've, I've never I've never dated a white woman, not because I don't want to. I would love to, but it's one of those days where they've never fucking thrown that ball to me. You have you have you tried to throw the ball that I, way? I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I haven't, and it's not it's not conscious. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If that makes sense, it's uh-huh. not. It's not something that. It's not something that I consciously avoid. It's just one of those things where it's like I grew up around black and Hispanic women. Now, sure. Fucking black women have my heart, a hundred percent have my heart. Every time I've been in love, black chick. Okay. Fucking Spanish women, all the lust in the world. You know what I'm saying? All towards. I don't. I don't know what it is. You know I mean, it's they're hot women. Spot. What are we talking about? Yeah, the accent's 100%. hot. The whole, they're just hot. The whole, the whole thing. Hoop the, earrings are hot. The craziness, bro. Yeah, it's hot. The craziness. I'm, I'm into all that. But a, I'm, a woman will, a woman will throw a goddamn uh, one of your shoes through a fucking window and then have sex with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pull a knife on you and have sex. with you. <laughs> what you know about that? I don't know anything about that. Oh, you ain't lived a real life. Yet, I Nate. was born <laughs> in the gutter and my girlfriend. Pulled a knife <laughs> on me, and I know the cops gonna come. Oh, Woo! yes, they will. <laughs> and they gonna say, hey, sir, this is your fault. <laughs> It is your fault. Speaking of that, one time this is this is a this is a, a detour, and then we're coming back here real quick. Gotcha. I did uh, shows one time in the in the middle of fucking uh, uh, in Alberta. Okay. Okay. And um, we had to, you know, sometimes you go Where to like Edge a, is from. He, is Edge from? No, Edge is from Winnipeg, isn't he? Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Who's from Alberta? Calgary. Bret Hart. Bret Hart. There we go. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm I'm really sorry. The uh, whole heart. Canadian the fans. whole heart foundation. <laughs> <laughs> the whole Hart Foundation is from fucking Calgary. And so I actually is met Bret Hart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's also Calgary. Calgary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, he's a fictitious character. Bret Hart is a real man. I best mean, there is, best there who, was, best there ever will ask. be. Wolverine's the best there is. What he does, what I he love does Wolverine. Is very yeah. nice, dude. Okay, two, two stories real quick now. But I met Bret Hart one time. Me and a friend of mine were in Alberta. The same same thing, uh, the same week really. But oh, he word. goes, we're in Calgary, and he goes, man, I really want to go to Bret Hart's house. I go, cool, man. <laughs> Hart house. You can go there and like go. You, you you just see it and all that kind of shit. Really? So I go, cool, man. We go to breakfast. No joke. We're sitting at you breakfast. Go, you go to breakfast. Breakfast. That's funny. What? How do you say? No, 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 no. Wait, we're talking Bret Hart. You went oh. to breakfast. That's Bret, all I'm saying. No, it's breakfast, but breakfast is hilarious. Jesus breakfast? Christ. Breakfast. These are the best eggs there ever was. Best there ever will be. <laughs> um. So we're go. We go to breakfast, right? We pull in this place. There's literally nobody in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. I look over and I go, dude. That's Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. My friend looks over and he goes, that's fucking Bret Hart sitting in there. There's literally six people in the restaurant. Two of them are Bret Hart talking to another guy. Mm-hmm. So my friend goes, he goes, what do we do? Do we go up and talk to Bret Hart? I go, yeah, man, let's go, you know, we go up to, and my friend's a huge Bret Hart fan. Huge right. Bret Hart fan. He goes, dude, man, he goes, I love you. You're my fucking favorite goddamn wrestler. He goes, we were literally just on the way to Hart House. And Bret Hart's like, uh, yeah, I, I've heard about it. <laughs> and then uh, then he shook our hand He got a picture with us mm-hmm. And then we didn't end up going to Hard House Because we were like Why would you go once you and see And you already met the guy The man Yeah, yeah, yeah um, And anyways In that uh, uh, same thing mm-hmm. uh, I've also seen Bret Hart one time Bret Hart came to do A place in Toronto called The Comedy Bar He came to do some sketches Part of a sketch thing uh-huh. One of the sketches was that the owner of the Comedy Bar Hated the sketch show right. So he'd come out and be like I want this band Shut this off Right Music hits, Bret Hart comes out, puts him in the sharpshooter. It's great. Oh, that's awesome. Just a cool fucking super fun thing. Right. The story I was trying to get to. In Alberta, we were... (laughs) (laughs) I was born with shorter stories. The, um... Uh, you know, sometimes you go you go on the road and you're doing clubs or whatever, and they put you in like a comedy condo, uh-huh. and it is a fucking gutter. It's a pure dumpster, uh-huh. and you're you're trying every day not to be murdered in this mm-hmm. hellhole piece of shit fucking dump. Yes. So this place they put us up on, no curtains, sheets on the windows, no pillows, throw pillows. You know, like ew, a little square. Yeah. I know. So, anyways, we're sitting there. We just had a long drive. We go to bed. I get awoken from my friend who's with me. He got two. Awoken. 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 Hello, this is Nico White, and I was just awoken from a slumber. Nah, bro, I've been woke. You better ask somebody. Hilarious. (laughs) Um, So anyways, he he wakes me up, and he's got two hammers in his hand, okay? And he goes, goes, man, you got to come out here right now. What was he fighting? So I come out, and I literally am like, what the fuck? I'm wiping my eyes. I come out, and he goes, listen, downstairs. There's a huge fight. Man and his and his girlfriend screaming at each other. Mm-hmm. The guy's talking about, he's like, oh, I never fucking hit you. And he's got a huge, like, you know, real fucking Alberta accent. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And he's, he's really coming at this lady. He's like, I never hit you, blah, 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 all this stuff. And he's screaming at her, and, and they're really getting into it. Brendan's like... Oh, I don't want to say that. My friend, he goes, why? He goes, why? He goes, what if this guy kills this woman? Right. And comes up these stairs. He goes, look at this little. Lock. And it was a the dump. There was like a little latch lock. Right. Anybody could a fucking literally in strong breeze knock this door down. Hilarious. We're dead. So Brendan was like, fuck that. If he gets up here, hammers. Uh huh. Hammers. And then he goes, he goes, do we call the cops? And I'm listening to this. And I go, I go right now. They're just having an argument. I go, if he hits her, yes. Mm-hmm. But I go right now. We're just fucking. You know. Anyway, somebody else did call the cops. The right. cops show up. They yep. come down. And this is you saying that, uh, and I only thought of this because you were like, the cops would say it was your fault. Yes. The cops come in, and they, they want to know what's up, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're, this guy's telling them blah, blah, blah. She's fucking drunk. They're both loaded. Yeah. And they go, all right, here's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. They go, buddy, we're going to take you anywhere you want to go. 
Right. Mom's house, friend's house. We're just going to get you out of the house for the night. You guys sleep this off. You can come back. He right. goes, why do I got to leave? Yep. Why can't she leave? And the yep. cops go, all right, man, look. We'll get, and this is 20 minutes of this. They go, yep. we're going to take you. And he goes, I he goes, why do I got to go? Why can't she go? And they go, all right, man, now you're going to jail. Yep. They arrest him. Yep. 20, he had, a, he had a probation, so he's crying. He's like, I'm on probation. I'm going to get three years. And what I will say to this, right, is that in the grand scheme of things, this man probably, the way he was talking to her, this man for sure has hit this woman. He mm-hmm. was calling her champ. Like, right. he's for sure fucking. You got a strong jaw, champ. And but he, he was going chomp. Uh-huh. He's like, I've never fucking hit you, chomp. Like, wow, he's definitely weird. fucking smoked this woman in the teeth. He's yeah. definitely come home from a goddamn Oilers game. Right. They lost by two. And he was like, I'm fucking lacing it all up, and I'm fucking kicking a woman in the goddamn teeth. You not, know what I mean? Not to be the um, ignorant American, but what are the Oilers? They're a hockey team, Edmonton Oilers. Boo. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> boo, boo. Not to be an ignorant yeah, American. Just, just go, boo. boo. Hilarious. Boo. Um, anyway. So he got taken. And I will say, in this situation, yes. the cops couldn't have been any fucking trying to be like, 20 minutes of like, buddy, come on. Mom's house, friend's house. We just can't. And they you know, and I'm sure the cops want to be, the reason we're not taking the woman out of here is because you've clearly beaten the fuck out of one point. You're on probation. Get the get your fucking shit. We're fucking okay. going. Get your goddamn Xbox. We're leaving the fucking now, house. You, you might be correct, but now I'm going to tell you a story. So now let's flip it. Because usually domestic domestic violence or stuff like that in general is usually thought of as man v right. Sure. But now I got a friend who his girl was in the shit out of him, uh-huh. and I mean beating the shit out of him. bigger than him. Like who is this man? No, Spanish about- woman, right? Hot as hell. Big no. ass, you have to take it. Black, big ass, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Black, big ass, nice looking, you know what I mean? Gorgeous to- women can really do whatever they want. Been, to- been together for a year, right? Mm-hmm. And would always tell stories like, yo, like she keep hitting me. Like legit on some fighting shit. Show up with bruises the whole nine yards. Punching him? But I'm what 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 part of hitting this motherfucker? I said beating the shit out of. What part of beating the shit out of did you not understand? Okay, yeah, yeah. So beating the shit, and this is one of my best friends, beating the shit out of him. Wow. Right? For a year. When she did it, right? Okay, so he's No, no, in... no, 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 no. Go ahead. For a year. Okay. It just came it just came to a big head recently. Okay, okay. Beating the shit out of him for a year straight. Year straight. Now it's weird to be friends with that person because you kind as a comic, I'm trying not to make jokes about it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. But it's like, dog, you getting your ass beat by your girl. And that's our first reaction, which is like, come on, buddy. Hi, come on now. Really? You letting her beat the shit out of you? Mm-hmm. Now, this is the thing about guys. If you want those people that holds things in, when it comes out, it's dangerous. Recently, <clears throat> recently he's going into his building. And it was her birthday or whatever, you know what I'm saying? He didn't want to be bothered. And So is he still with her or no? You know how those relationships are. Of course they still with each other. Yeah, 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 okay. So he's walking into his building. He doesn't want to be bothered. She follows him into the building. He's standing on the elevator with his neighbor. She puts her foot in the elevator because she's not going to let the elevator door close. He turns around, and from what I understand, she punches this dude in the back of his fucking head. Okay. Head hits the regular part of the elevator. He runs out, runs up the stairs. She goes to his elderly grandma's house. Uh-huh. Right? She goes, doesn't fight a grandmother. No, 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 no. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Doesn't fight the grandmother. He's upstairs. She leaves the grandma's house, goes up to his house, banging on the door for like 20 minutes. Uh-huh. He thinks he hears her leave. Goes to go out. Locks the door. She pops up from by the elevator. Wow. And starts fucking him up again. Boom. Face. Neck shots. All that. 
He said, before he got back to the house, she hit him one more time. Hit him hard. Dazed him. Turned around. Hit her back. Don't you know one of the motherfuckers went to jail and it wasn't her? Uh-huh. Ain't that a bitch? Sure. And that's what I'm saying. So at the end, at the end of the day, it's situations like that. We only see them so much from one side. Do we forget that it happens on the other side? Yeah. And when when he sent me that story, I was pissed. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, bro, you you got locked up for the, First of all, why didn't you call the cops on this bitch a year ago? That's a hard thing to do. You know that you know as a I'm man. Saying? That's but, a hard thing to do. But but you see the hypocrisy in that. Sure. Because that's how that's how you get somebody getting killed. You know sure. what I'm saying? Because he lost it. But after a year getting your ass beat. You liable to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if it was the other way around and he was whooping her ass for a year, if she would have stabbed him, she's a we'd hero. be listening to that story going round of applause. Yes, bitch. She's a hero, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They would have played China's theme song. 100%. Don't treat me like a woman. Oh, it would have been. Don't treat me like a man. It would have been Beyonce playing all day long. Formation? Formation. <laughs> with a bunch of chicks with knives with hearts on them. I had a chick pull a knife on me. I, I, I know what that's like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I think I'm going to tell that story. Has anybody... I'm just trying to think if any woman's ever, like... Uh, I think I've been slapped, maybe. I can't uh-uh. remember. Nobody's ever, like, attacked me, though. Nah. Mm-mm. When you got... When you're really laying down dick, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's hard for people to get mad at you. You know what I mean? I guess. Maybe I, I was... I was joking. Jesus, what's wrong with you? It was a joke. I'm not... <laughs> hey, it was man. a joke. <laughs> anyway, so, sorry. So, let me pull the knife on you. So... There's this girl. Now, I'm not good at catcalling or any of that, right? Mm-hmm. So the one time you're I- you're from tra- Harlem? Yeah, yeah, So You're the, from Harlem. I know, bro. Excuse me, from Harlem? I'm from Harlem. Wow. That's yeah, a damn shame. That's where catcalling was invented. It was. Straight to Harlem. I was raised to have respect for women. And that was back in the 70s when it was actual cats doing it. <laughs> Yo, girl, come here. Who said that? I did. Down here. Yeah. It's Tabby. <laughs> <laughs> so- I met, I met her on 110 right by the park, you know what I'm saying? So the one time I cat called and it worked, I should have known this wasn't for me. Sure. So she thought... <laughs> <laughs> so When it works, it's not good. When, when it works, That's so it's funny. never good. It's, no, when it's when it works, yeah, you gotta run away. You gotta run away. It's this not, woman wants it, I'm out of here. It's not for you, bro, and I had to learn that the hard way. So I'm about 19, you know what I'm saying? Just turned, fucking doing stand-up, you know what I mean? She's cute, Spanish. 12 hours ago. Yeah, you know, fucking... She lives in Washington Heights or whatever. What'd you say, by the way? Oh, God, you don't really want me. I'm yes, not I do. about to do this. Oh, come on, man. Don't uh, don't embarrass this lady, but don't embarrass yourself. What happened? What'd you say? I almost got stabbed, but I said, um... Yo, girl, yo, not- ma. Yo, you walking through the park. You must be you must be sweating it up no, in my heart. Shut up. Yo, my heart is like a treadmill. You've been <laughs> running, sweating on it. Both of those things you said were not worth it. Yo, yo, ma, you like an ice cream cone. Strike you- three. You're out. <laughs> yo, no, but this is what I said. Yo, baby girl, you're like a you're like a like a pretzel. You, nope, you're I hot. None of that. No. You're hot. You're salty, salty. <laughs> and you're bad for me. <laughs> now, what I said was it was. <laughs> yo, baby girl, you're like a duck. Quack. I, I give you bread and you fly and away. And you follow me. Ducks don't fly. But so what I said though was. Girl, when God made you, he was just showing off, right? Oh, my God. You give asked me, sad, bro. Give me the sad horn. Oh, that get at the sad horn after that fucking plethora when of terrible God shit you said. God made you, he was showing off. Oh, Just showing off. God. Anyways, yeah. So I said that, you know what I'm saying? She laughed. We talked a little bit, got a number, it worked out. Whatever have you. Okay. So 
I started going up there every now and again. You know what I mean? We hang out. But, you know, doing comedy, you don't have a lot of time. You know what I'm saying? And I'm bad with time anyway, with my time management. Yeah. So she was one of those real jealous fucking young girls who thought my life was a lot cooler than what it was. You know what I'm saying? She thought when I wasn't responding, coming from shows and stuff, that, oh, I'm out with other I'm out with other women. And why, I've, d- I've dated jealous women like that, why, yeah. Why you never want me to come to a show, blah, 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 blah? Because that's because you fucking somebody. I'm like, hold on, wait, what? Because here's what happens. Just so people know, mm-hmm. if you ever date a comedian, here's what happens. We come off stage, right? First of all, we go on stage yep. semi-hard yep. every time, right? Yep. Then I get rock hard, yep. killing it, right? Uh-huh. Then I come off stage, and a woman's like, yo, what's up with that cock? And I'm like, yo, it's <laughs> going in you right now. And then we fuck them uh-huh. in the bathroom while another comedian's performing. Uh, that's always what happens. I wish my life was that cool, bro. But that's what it is. You never come off. You've never came off stage at New York Comedy Club and just grabbed a woman and taken her right to the bathroom and pounded her in the ass. What are you? What are you kidding me? What are you kidding me? No. What are you kidding me? Yeah. What are nah, you kidding I'm, me? I'm sorry. I ain't as cool as you, Nate. You don't know what's going on, man. I definitely. You know, you don't know how to work this comedy game, man. Here's what you do: you go on stage and your last joke, you go, "Yo." Any of you women looking to get fucked in the <laughs> ass? And then when somebody timidly raises their hand, you go, gotcha! And then you jump off, right? Uh-huh. You push her fucking boyfriend out of the way. Right. You power slam her into the bathroom. Uh-huh. And then you fuck her. I, I like how you turned into Trump, man. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> so... None of that happens is what I'm saying. We're, we just do shows, uh-huh. and then we come oh, off nah, stage. Oh, no, don't disclaim the shit now. Trying to save your career. Now, nah, fuck that. This is Viewer out. Viewer discretion is advised. 